Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, welcome to episode 55 of the Droppe Gaming podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the new generation. Welcome to the new generation, mofos. <laughs> Xbox yep. One, PS4. They are here. We have them. I have a PS4. Susie has an Xbox One. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Who would have fucking guessed that? <laughs> right. Sony guy gets the Sony one. Microsoft girl gets the Microsoft one. <laughs> that, my initials would then be MSG. <laughs> SG? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Microsoft girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard MSG is not that good for you. I know. That's why I'm laughing. Anyway. And I'm, I'm PSB. I don't even want to know what that is, but I, if... <laughs> is that a STD or something? Yeah, I'm thinking. Is that sounds like something you catch off someone you, you meet on a night out. <laughs> Paris School of Business, that's me. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> anyway. Oh, PSB, PlayStation blog. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so as I said, we've got them. How are you doing, Susie? So it's just me and Susie today. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm really good. What about yourself? Yeah. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> we got distracted, obviously, mm. with new toys. Um, new toys. I've been sick lately, actually, which is really quite handy. Because it gives me oh, video games. Yeah. It's a, it's a very convenient time to be sick. Mm. Uh, except for when you're legitimately sick because then you feel like shit. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Next gen. We are here. Yep. You're using it right now. I am actually. Um, I am using the Skype app on the Xbone. Um, so I don't know. Does it? Do I sound a bit different to previous recordings? That yeah, sounds alright to me. Oh well, that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess you know, being an all-in-one system, I get to play games, watch movies, listen to music, and fucking podcast at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's more multitaskable than is that even a word? Multitask. <laughs> more multitaskable than a human being. It can do more things at once than an actual human being can do. There you go. Because what do you you say you're doing? Playing games, podcasting. Yeah, watching movies, listening Uh, to music. Watching movies at the same time. See, you can't be doing that shit all at the same time. No. It's an overload. Mm. I'd be exhausted if I was trying to do all that all at once. Yeah, well, you're not an Xbox One. No. (laughs) I'm not. Unfortunately, anyway. so uh, <laughs> you don't even have DL, DLNA streaming. That's how shit you are. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to um, start installing apps on my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Anyway, so let's talk about these systems. Um, so, yeah, you're using Skype. How is mm-hmm. it? Does it work good? It'd want it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty 
um, Skypey actually. Um, it's pretty much exactly the same as the Skype app on my tablet and my phone. So um, navigating and using it is pretty much how it was. Um, yeah, the the way I would have used it on my tablet. So much of a muchness. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much exactly the same. So, um, look, it, it really, in a nutshell, as far as the Xbox One goes, it's very uniform to uh, Windows 8, and it pretty much is a it is a console, but it functions pretty much the same as a smartphone or a tablet in the sense of adding apps and, um, you know, sort of flicking between screens and whatnot so i guess that's um, pretty handy for because you know everyone's well not everyone's used to the windows 8 interface or no. windows phone but people are used to you know phone apps and stuff like that so i guess yeah having the xbox one's interface being like that kind of opens it up to people who are i guess the smartphone generation i guess yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, it's uh, it's very different to the 360, and I probably found myself relearning the Xbox again um, because of the way that it uh, it is in comparison. Uh, it boots up so much faster, um, and uh, being able to just go from uh, you know one. I mean, effectively, it's all about they're all apps now it's not mm. um about going to your friends list it's it's more or less your friends app and your party app and uh your tv app and just you know just things like that it's basically um you know it's just been reinvented so to speak so um, does that all so does because the the smart glass app on mm-hmm. your phone that's an yes. app right smart glass yeah yeah does it operate in the same way like so you have your friends app on your xbox one does it look Mm -hmm. the same on smart class so that when you're not playing your xbox one you can bring up your friends list and stuff like that on smart class yeah yeah actually the smart glass app is pretty cool um from i know i actually use it a fair bit i pretty much can you can connect it to the xbox uh over the home network and if you look at the apps on the Smart Glass uh, app itself, you can actually select it to go play on the Xbox One. So you can launch apps through the Smart Glass app on your phone. Yeah, like a remote um, control. Yeah, it's because it's, I had the Smart Glass app on the 360, a uh, fairly similar thing in the fact that you could use it as a remote for that, but um, it is certainly better designed for the One than what it was for the 360. Mm. And, um, I mean, even I was showing a friend at work even the other day and I was I, I even learnt a few, few more things about it because uh, I went into my profile on the Smart Glass app. Now, I wasn't connected to the Xbox One, but it brought up that I'd been recently playing been playing Battlefield 4, mm. and it actually all my game clips that I'd actually saved from playing were actually there on my phone, and I was able to actually show them videos of playing it while I was there. So uh, it, it's a million times better than what it was for Smart Glass on the 360, absolutely. Mm. So um, it's all very different. Very different. Yeah, they've um they've updated the PlayStation app on mobiles as well. I don't think it's mm-hmm. quite as um 
it, it's not so integrated. much like it, it has second screen functionality for for games that um that use it, but mm-hmm. it's um for example, it's it's more designed for like you can do your friends list and messaging people and stuff like that. Yep. So the idea is you're away from your PS4, you can load up the app, message people and be like, oh, you want to play this game, I'll be home in 30 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also um, you can buy games on the PlayStation Store with it and mm-hmm. you can select for it to turn on your PS4 and start downloading the game. Yeah, right. Which I did today. I, I dropped my PS4 off at my mom's house this morning. <laughs> and um, while I was at work, I was looking through, because Thursday is the, the PlayStation Store update, so I was looking through. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, get this, get that, put a couple of games on there. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly cross-buy, because there's a lot of games on the PS4 that were on PS3, and they're cross-buy. Mm-hmm. So, like, Flow and Flower and... Um, oh, sound yeah, yeah. shapes mm-hmm. and a couple other things. They so you can buy them on one. You can buy them on PS3. They play on the Vita and the PS4 as well. So nice. Um, all for the same price, which is really cool. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I, I kind of like that you're able to sort of do that uh, cross-platform thing with the with the PS4 and three and Vita and. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the one of the better things about it, especially with um, like even games that don't have the cross buy functionality, just cross save as well. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, what's a game that has it? Um, I've just got Rainbow Moon, which is an, a role playing game. I think it's a JRPG. Right. Anyway, you can um, it's on sale for the cross buy version, which is so you can either buy the Vita version or the PS3 version and the the cross buy where you get a license for both is like the price of one and half of the other sort of thing. So it's it's still a discount. But um you can play it on one and it saves your file, your save game onto the cloud and then you can go onto your PS3 and continue the game. Which is a nice yeah, right. it's nice for like you know, oh shit, I've got to go to work on the bus or something, but I don't want to stop playing this game, so boom. You know? Yeah, that's that's not a bad thing. Um, yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to use it, but it's nice to have that functionality, you know what I mean? Mm. It's mm. the same as, like, for example, Remote Play, um, since we're talking about the Vita, might as well. <laughs> um, I've I just, this afternoon was the first time I had a chance to try out Remote Play with the Vita and the PS4. Because yep. so the way it works is you need to have them both. Um, I, I think you can do it over the internet, right? The, it's not. Um, I guess they don't really suggest you do it like that. They mm-hmm. they prefer you to if you're going to use remote play have them both running on the same sort of local network, because otherwise the latency issues with it running on, online, like you're probably not going to be able to. Um, play any games particularly well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, because remote play was something that was talked about even back on the PS2 with the PSP. Mm-hmm. They were trying to do that and then the PS3, obviously, they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get remote play working here. And then the Vita came out and they were like, yeah, remote play will work on the PS3 and it didn't. And so when they were like, okay, remote play, seriously, guys, with PS4, it'll work, everyone was like, yeah, fucking sure. 
right? <laughs> Used it, the Salvo to play Assassin's Creed 4. So mm-hmm. rather than... Um, so what happens on PS3 when you remote play, you select the remote play app and your screen goes like grey or whatever and it mm-hmm. says, oh, you're connected to remote play. And then your screen on your Vita or your PSP becomes the screen of the PS3. So what happens with the PS4 is the screen on your TV stays on there, but it is completely replicated on your screen on your Vita as well. So that way okay. you can um, you can basically use your Vita as a remote control as well, I guess, if you wanted to. But you're, yeah. you're probably better off just using a fucking DualShock controller if you're sitting there. But um, yeah, it means to so you can continue playing your games and you can change channels on the TV so you can put on a TV show if someone else wants to watch it or whatever. And, um, yeah, so I, I tried it with Assassin's Creed. So what happens is as soon as you click, you click PS4 link on your Vita, it brings up the PS4 screen exactly as it shows on a TV. Okay. So you can flick through everything. It's fucking perfect speed. This is over Wi-Fi. I'm doing it like... They say if you want the best connection possible to have your um, your PS4 plugged in via a, a network cable to your router, but yeah. I haven't got that set up here, so whatever. The reason I haven't tried this before is because I don't have a fucking network at home yet or at <laughs> the moment. But um, yeah, Assassin's Creed 4 worked perfectly, 100% nice. perfectly. The, sound, the audio was coming out of the Vita. Um, the way mm-hmm. they do extra buttons for... A, so you start a game and it brings up on the Vita screen what the controls are for the Vita for that particular game because obviously there's not R1, R2. There's only one shoulder button on each side. Oh, okay. And you can't click in the sticks so you don't have L3 and R3. So the way that they do oh. it is, uh, for Assassin's Creed at least, right, the left shoulder button is R- is L2, so the trigger, and the right yeah. shoulder is the right trigger. If you touch on the rear touchpad, on the left-hand side of the rear touchpad, that's L1. And if you touch on the right-hand side of the rear touchpad, that's R1. If you touch the... Uh, the the touchscreen works as the um, the touchpad on the DualShock 4 because it has a touchpad on it, on the mm-hmm. controller. So that's through the um, the thing. And if you touch the bottom left or bottom right-hand corners of the front touchscreen, that's clicking in the button, so L3 and R3. And it works pretty well, controls well. There was no... I didn't have any latency issues whatsoever or lag with um, with Assassin's Creed playing remote play, which was fucking awesome because even with the PS3 with remote play, there were certain games that came out that were PS2 HD remakes. Yeah. Which, which were like, so God of War 1 and 2 collection, they... Um, they had that available for remote play and even that worked not very well which is probably an issue with the network code I guess of the PS3 because mm. you know everything on the PS3 that was online was fucking shit <laughs> download speeds were slow <laughs> it was like it was fucking yeah. shit and now yeah. PS4 with the Vita fucking works sweet the only thing I've only tried two games with remote play so far the first one was Assassin's Creed worked fine second mm-hmm. one was Injustice Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition, which um, is it's it's not that much more improved on the PS3 version, to be honest. On the PS4, like graphically mm-hmm. and even by the mechanics, it doesn't seem that much better. But um, 
for those of you who haven't bought Injustice, if you've got a PS4 or you're getting one and you're interested in Injustice, I'd suggest getting it on the PS4. But if you've already got it on PS3, it ain't worth paying to upgrade. Or I think they're doing the $10 upgrade, but that's only if you bought it the Ultimate Edition, which only came out like a month or so ago. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't got Injustice, it's so Injustice Gods Among Us, for those of you who don't know, there's a review on the site for the PS3 version. It's uh, a fighting game from the makers of Mortal Kombat, and it has DC heroes and villains mm. where you fight against each other. It's a pretty fucking good game. But, um, yeah, the upgrade to the PS4 is not that impressive, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I remember when you first played um, Injustice when it came out so yeah mm. um now i'm just trying to have a look i think it runs at 60 frames per second on the ps4 okay and i think it's maybe 1080p i don't know but um basically because of the the frames the frame rate it doesn't run very well with remote play that's my point so ah. yeah it was a bit jittery and stuff which is unfortunate, but it is like a fucking fast-paced fighter game, so I guess you can... Like, you're probably going to have the same issue with games like Battlefield and stuff like that. They might You might have remote play issues with that. I haven't got Battlefield, otherwise I would mm. try it and I would let you all know. So I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, with, with particularly Battlefield 4, um, for remote play as such, it's not really there. Um, but you've just reminded me one aspect in the settings of Battlefield 4. Now, um, I one thing I thought was good value for money with the Xbox One was the fact that Connect was with it. It wasn't a separate um, peripheral that you had to buy, uh, unlike before. Because uh, I remember I bought my original Connect at launch and it was like $250. So the way I looked at it was if that's included in the price tag for the Xbox One, that's fairly good value for money given uh, what kind of device it is. Now, you don't always have to have the Connect plugged in. They did change that. But I have had no reason or urge not to have mine connected um, at all with it. So, but... With regards to the Xbox One settings, they're fairly general and vague if you go into the actual console settings themselves. Now, mm. where settings come into effect more specifically is actually within the game itself. That's where you can really select if you want the vibration on the controller. Um, but in the Battlefield 4 settings, there is actually... Um, there are connect settings in Battlefield 4. Um, so such as uh, being able to lean, uh, voice commands, things like that. So you're actually shout, like, you know, if you're playing and you're shouting out for assistance, you can actually do it through Connect and your character in the game will shout it out, uh, which is which is kind of cool. It's I a nice touch. Thought. It is. It, it definitely is. And, um, I mean, I've switched it off because, I mean, really, I'm just... You know, I'm just a couch warrior when it comes to these things, so I'm not really interested in sort of turning my head or uh, shouting things at the Connect for it. But um, I was reading an interesting article earlier today where um, I, what I gathered from it is uh, playing uh, NBA and FIFA. If you actually swear 
while you're playing, you'll actually be uh, penalised in the game for it, like you would in an actual proper game of sport and That's swearing at the umpire. Shit. <laughs> thought that was hilarious um <laughs> so i guess that's one thing in the settings that uh you might just want to double check with the uh with how the connect is going to affect your gameplay but um i thought that was quite funny and um yeah i'm sorry if you swear at an umpire yeah you you should be carded <laughs> it pretty much does it <laughs> holy fuck man i'm i would turn that shit off straight away <laughs> I'd probably launch my fucking controller. <laughs> Sorry, um, right off. But um, I mean I, that's still pretty cool that that it and it picks up. I know it. There are some. I, I've been reading reports of people that the Australian voice recognition is not as up to scratch as, say, what it is in the US. Uh, apparently, if you change your region to the US, it will. Uh, apparently work better but um mm-hmm. i'm finding it's listening to me so i somewhat feel a little bit less lonely uh, um but um, wow <laughs> but the the connect voice prompts have have really been awesome in that regard that you pretty much it's like it's 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 like this now current gen is has really stepped up into uh, what we would want to see out of technology in a way and uh, particularly playing Battlefield, call out for ammo, call out for medic and it's going to make your character call that shit out when you're playing and that's that's really cool. Um, But um, what I probably find really cool about the Kinect is that I... Not to mention how fast the Xbox One boots up when I turn it on, as opposed to the 360, where if you turned it on, it sort of sat there with the little circle looping around. You could get up, have a coffee, maybe order a pizza, come back, sit down, and then you could play. Um, but it boots up so much faster that it's already up and ready to go before I've even got the remote to turn my television on. And it just automatically recognises me straight away and just signs in. It's big, yep. big letters. Hi, Susie, and uh, I'm ready to go. And all I've done is just sat down. So uh, it's I'm always pleasantly surprised with the things that uh, that are occurring on there. Mm. Um, but um, now you put some gameplay footage before of your Assassin's Creed. Um, yes. Well, before before we talk about that, the um, since you're talking about Connect, the the comparison between the Connect and the place the new PlayStation camera, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because obviously, um, Sony did the PlayStation Eye with the PS2, mm-hmm. and I think the PS2 had an Eye. Uh, I know the PS3 had the PlayStation Eye for Move and whatnot, and um, they had that, and then. Obviously, that kind of pioneered... Uh, did it really pioneer cameras with video games, kind of? Mm. And then the Kinect, obviously, Microsoft did it right. They came out and did it well with the Kinect. Mm. And then, um, yeah, obviously, so Sony have taken some lessons from that. The, that um, visual recognition login, mm. they've done that with the PlayStation camera. They did, 
the difference is same reason that the fucking PlayStation Move and the PlayStation I fucking failed is because they did not they were originally going to package it in the box the PlayStation camera uh-huh. because if you if everyone has who has your system has the camera peripheral then developers will use it in their games and so yeah. chances are the PlayStation camera unless they add it back into the bundle later on mm. um it's probably not going to do too well but I bought one at launch just so that I could see what it was like. It has voice commands. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't really used them because they don't work that fucking well. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the um, uh, what do you call it? The vote visual recognition when you're logging in is really yeah. fucking good. It works okay. perfectly on the PS4 yeah. as well. And um, because so obviously the Connect uses um. It just uses your entire bone structure and face and everything, right? Mm. It's like super advanced. The PS4 yeah. does um, it. Uh, so basically, if you're both sitting, if you're sitting there with another person, you've got your two controllers. They've got the light bar on them mm-hmm. on, on the back. Blue for player one, red for player two. Presumably yellow and green, I guess, for the other two players. Yeah. If you're sitting there, you've got two people whose faces are saved into the system and one of them's got a red controller, one of them's got the blue. Mm-hmm. When you turn it on, it, it'll scan, sees their faces and then it checks at what the um, normal level where you would hold your controller is. And so when you, when you sit down, you, you turn it on, it brings up the screen, the view of the room and it has like a circle around your face and then a square where your controller would be. And then it checks your controller, logs you in and puts you on that controller. Mm-hmm. So like okay. if you, I don't know if, if you swap controllers, it'll pick it up. But I know at login, it like registers who's using what controller, which is quite cool. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, the the voice commands, I haven't really used them. They're not really very intuitive. I mean, okay. something that can be patched in later, I guess, to make them slightly better. But, um, yeah, whatever at, at this stage. I mean, I know this stuff with the Connect is fucking awesome, and I would love to see it get to that stage with the PS4, but at least mm-hmm. they're making a start. I'll play around with it more later, but I haven't really fucked around with the UI very much. Yeah, okay. I'm fucking super impressed with it, though. Like, everything is way quicker. The mm-hmm. um, At launch, they dialed back a lot of the functionality of the new UI so okay. that it didn't overload a PSN. And um, it's been, I think, three or four days since launch, they finally had everything back up and running. And mm-hmm. so there's things like, so if you're in a game, you press the PS button, you're immediately back to the main screen. You can mm-hmm. go across to what's new and inside that page is the, so in a lot of the, um, like stuff that came out from Sony talking about the PS4, they showed this sort of tiled screen where it shows what your friends are playing and stuff like that. Yeah. And when they win a trophy and it, and it pops up saying, oh, this person won a trophy and it's all tiled along across the screen. Um, that only came online a couple of days ago. It's a pretty nice touch. I mean, it's, you know, you might not find yourself scrolling through it very much, but it's cool to be able to see 
you know, if you share a video, it'll pop up saying, "Oh, this." Yeah, there's uh, there's a similar thing with the with the Xbox One, where when you go to the friends section, um, it shows uh, a news feed basically, and mm. it'll say what app they've started using, how long ago, uh, say if they've uploaded a video, or say if they've um, uh, gotten an achievement, uh, or they've added someone to their friends list. Now, I'm a little bit on the fence about this because I, part of me kind of cares and part of me doesn't really care, but um, one thing I found... Uh, particularly with regards to Battlefield 4, is um, I wasn't sure what was going on at first. And when I... Every time I levelled up in the game, it came up with a with a, a notification saying, game clip recorded um, as one of my notifications. And I'm thinking, what the hell is it doing? And then when I was finished playing, I went back had a look at the video of it and all it was me was just sort of sort of walking through I think someone picked up some ammo and I leveled up and it seems to capture your rank up moments but it's kind of <laughs> redundant because it's like well I didn't do shit yeah. and this is now going up in my friend's feed and it's just they're going to watch this clip of me oh here have some ammo you know you know leveled up leveled up sweet yeah. ass congratulations <laughs> Which is kind of, it's kind of cool that the game will do that sort of stuff without really any too much thought. So there's obviously a lot happening in the system all at once, and it doesn't seem to slow down anything that you're doing. Mm. It just everything just flows, but you just get these notifications. It's just that I kind of feel a bit bad that you know in this news feed on my friends list, it's going to come up saying I made a video, and it's like, well, yeah. I didn't make a video. I it's... just gave some prick some ammo and all that stuff. But like the other um. Other social media stuff where you're like, mm. you have stuff that automatically posts and then you're like, fuck, man. Now people are going to see that and it's just a waste of their fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, and this is before I forget about it, that the coolest thing I've seen in such a long freaking time is uh, with the voice prompts on Connect and the number of times... Uh, previous gen that I'd be playing a multiplayer game with somebody and I'd do something and I, for example I remember playing Battlefield 3 one night I had, I was using an RPG so no lock on nothing like that, I had a helicopter flying above me and I aimed the rocket well ahead of the chopper and I fired it and surely enough the chopper's just flown straight into the RPG took out took the whole enemies out, destroyed the vehicle. And I went, who saw that? And a few people did. And I went, that was fucking amazing. But, yeah. you know, nothing was there. Now, in Battlefield 4 on the X-Bone, if you do something really awesome, you know, you, you, you know, disarm an MCOM, you take out a squad, you do something, you know, some fluke in the game. You basically, and I want, I'm going to try and say this as quietly as possible while I'm podcasting on here so that it doesn't do it, but you basically go Xbox record that and it basically goes and records the last 30 seconds of gameplay and then sticks it 
uh, right up there for you. So pretty much what you've just said, it will take the last 30 seconds and we'll record it. So it retrospectively records what you've been doing. Mm. So it's obviously writing all the code, all the actions into some server somewhere, picking up on it, capturing the whole lot, clear as day, and it's there for you to keep. Mm. And... Um, or, you know, if you think someone's possibly cheating or if you think, you know, someone's not playing right or, you know, you're playing with your friends and you're both on enemy teams and you get one good or something like that. I mean, I, I was playing around the other day. I had my, I don't know if it was my internet or I was just not playing my best or something, but I thought, you know what, my guns aren't doing anything. So I just started running around knifing people and I just knifed three guys in a row, one after the other. <laughs> Record that. <laughs> it's quite cool. See, this is this is the thing about the Xbox One and the PS4. They seem to be, like, although they're quite different beasts, Mm. They have a lot in common. So the the social media aspect mm. on uh, on the Xbox, it's in the friends page. On the PS4, it's on the what's new, basically the main page when you bring it up. So that's what they're mm-hmm. focusing on. Then you've got the the sharing, obviously with Connect Xbox. Record that you can, mm. you know, it's it's recording as you're playing. Mm. PS4 has the same thing, the share button. So you hit the share button. And it brings up the option to either share a screenshot, or mm-hmm. uh, you can. It it re- is constantly recording the, the last fifteen minutes of play, so mm-hmm. you can go in and it, it brings up the um, it brings up a little interface to be able to trim the video down. There's not really any editing options apart from cropping out either end, so you can't like pick and pick little sections here and there and piece them together. It's just mm. like it starts here, ends here. And it it lets you do it in uh, so you can view. It brings up like thumbnails of 10-second mm. intervals and then you can select okay. to change it to five seconds or one second so that you can get a finer picture on where you want to fucking have the start be and where you want the end to be. It's not perfect, as with a lot of the things on here, on on these new systems, they've they're gonna be getting patched and upgraded and improved over time. But fuck, man, I posted on the Drop Bear Gaming page today um, a clip of me playing Assassin's Creed Four that I posted on my own Facebook wall last night. I I was playing, and I was just like, oh yeah, I've been playing for like thirty hours now, so I'm getting I'm I'm getting pretty good at this game. Not to toot my own <laughs> horn. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, um, I'm in a, I was in this area and it was a restricted area. So if guards see you, they instantly attack you. I was just like, fuck it. I am going to run in and see how many I can kill before I enter combat. So basically, obviously if you're, if you're killing people, you're in combat, but the idea of it in Assassin's Creed is, um, if they're not aware of you, then you can kill them stealthily I guess and then you can move on to the next one and the next one and um, up until someone sees you and once they see you that's when you enter combat and if you try to so you press square to stab mm-hmm. press square to stab yeah if you, <laughs> if you press that and they haven't seen you they're unaware then you it does like an animation of a fucking brutal kill where you fuck them up okay 
And if they've seen you and you do it, then they can block and counter. So they're not going to, um, or, or it'll hit them, but it won't be an instant kill. So my idea was I'm just going to run in, see how many people I can kill in a row. And I f- went for like two and a half, three minutes, and I was like, fuck yeah, that was sick. I haven't done share yet, so I'm going to try it and see what happens. Press yeah. the share button, brings up the last 15 minutes, and um, trimmed nice. it down and posted it on Facebook. Worked like a charm. It looks The resolution looks pretty decent. If you guys out there want to see what it looks like, you can go on the, the Dropbear Gaming Facebook page. It's on there. The only problem I noticed was I tried to do it again later when I was um, in the ship sailing section. So in Assassin's Creed 4, you're a pirate. And uh, there's a lot of the, the ship sailing that was first brought in in Assassin's Creed 3. And... Um, you can so basically you go out and you attack other ships and once you've crippled them you can board them and once you board them you can you, you have a certain list of objectives so maybe kill 10 people and destroy their flag on the boat or um blow up three powder kegs and kill 15 people or something like that and then once you've achieved that the rest of the people on the boat just surrender and you win the boat and you can use it to either repair your your boat or lower your wanted level and different things i was in the middle of doing one of them and this dead body on the ground looked like it started fucking break dancing it was obviously <laughs> glitching out and it was like folding back and forth it was like something out of a fucking crazy horror movie of this corpse just like <laughs> fucking reanimating i was like that's fucking awesome so i kind of like turned the in-game camera onto it yeah, and um and just watched it for a little while and moved around. Then I finished taking over the ship, and then I pressed the share button, and I and I brought up the sort of thumbnail thing to try and clip down that bit so I could share that because I was like breakdancing, dead guy, fuck yeah, and um <laughs> and it had everything up to when I boarded that ship, and it didn't have that bit on it. Oh, no. But it had had other sections in the previous 15 minutes of me boarding ships and fighting on ships. But I think the problem was I pressed share, like, so I completed the the ship boarding and it sort of fades to the little screen saying, like, you've taken over the boat or whatever. And I must have pressed it at the exact fucking moment when it was, like, trying to load the next bit or something. And oh, okay. Which I don't really understand because I, I was under the impression that the sharing, the recording of the previous 15 minutes was just a live thing that was happening on the PS4, regardless of the game. But uh, I guess not. Because okay. I'm pretty sure you can share just using the UI. Like, I'll try it now because I've got it turned on. Hmm. Um. Ah, all these new toys and all the new things that they can do. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. So, it's quite cool. Um, The only thing, I guess, that's that's a little bit different at this point in time, and, I mean, look, at the point of of this recording anyway, um, it was two weeks ago tonight that the midnight launch of the Xbox One happened. It was one week ago that the PS4 came out at midnight. So um, as far as time goes, 
it's still very early days for oh, yeah, for, definitely for what's yet to happen. I mean, there's still lots of things that are they're going to be added and they're going to come through. And um, I think for what's available now and what's on display is is pretty decent. I'm not. I have no complaints or qualms with what is presented on the Xbox One. Now, the only difference, I suppose, with what's happening here is that you're able to post things to Facebook, whereas for me on the Xbox One, it's either going to be there available for friends on the Xbox One to go and view when they go into my profile Um or look at look at my profile on the Smart Glass app. There's no real function at this point, from what I've seen in Ghosts and Battlefield 4, to upload game clips to directly to say Facebook or YouTube or things like that. Mm. The only thing you can really do is is link it to your personal SkyDrive account, which is you know the Microsoft Live. Um, Mm. Kind of like Google Drive or Dropbox or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. So, and which, pretty much publicly share it that way, which mm. kind of sounds a little bit backwards, seeing as a lot of things for you know a couple of years now, you can pretty much uh, post to your Facebook wall and things like that. Um, it's it's basically the same thing, just with an extra step added. An extra step added. Am I really that fussed about it? No, not really. Um, I'll, you know, I'm. If I really am so desperate to show off my skills at some stage, I will, you know, I'll put it in the SkyDrive, pull it out, whatever, go and render it on the PC. Um, but the last episode we talked about snapping with the apps, which is there now. Um, it's kind of cool that you can pretty much have an app snapped. I'm going to sound like Dr. Seuss by the time I'm done with this, but <laughs> um, you can basically be sitting there playing a game. You can snap the Xbox One DVR in there, and rather than you know trying to get the last retrospective 30 seconds of your gameplay you can actually record up to five minutes at a time for how you're playing so uh, that's an alternative as well if you want to sort of leave it running there to record and hope it captures you know some pretty cool things there so which I kind of like that you know it, it just limits it up to the five minutes so you're not sitting there recording for three four hours probably jamming your hard drive full of useless video that you're probably not going to do anything with anyway. Um, the only time I did that was playing a game of, of Ghosts uh, within a day or two of getting the Xbox One. And what do you know, it was pretty much a, a hacked lobby. And then I just sort of sat there going, yeah, this is why I don't care for Infinity Ward's uh, multiplayer in Call of Duty. It's the same shit. It really is. Um, and it just, it made no sense. And, you know, people, everyone on my team is sitting on like two and 50 as far as their KD goes. So I kind of, I wanted to record this to basically say, look at this bullshit. Um, so that, that was, that's really the only other thing. And I guess having that ability 
Not that it's very, you know, it's not a big brother thing, but I kind of like that they can do that because over the years of what I've seen in gaming, um, and this is like a throwback to bad company, you know, if you saw someone boosting or cheating, you know, you had to say what their gamer tag was, what time of day it was, what server you were playing if you can remember mm. uh, what game mode you know you had to remember all this shit whereas like now you've got these the inbuilt dvr in it so you can pretty much record any bullshit you see that's happening and you basically and go them, yeah. yeah check it out i got the proof and it's there for everybody it's not a privileged thing anymore where hey i've got a few spare couple of hundred dollars um i'm you know i've got a game capture i've got a hopog i've got one of these one of those mm. every it's there for everybody and i really like that because it's just um you know, everyone has an opportunity now to make their own cool videos. Right. They might be shit, but it yeah, gives it, everyone it, a, a it's chance. It's an opportunity, yeah. And like over time, like we say, right now these things aren't great. Um, no. Like for example, the Twitch streaming's not there on the Xbox One. No. The, the share on the PS4 you can only share to Twitter and Facebook. Mm. Like once. Like, you can still stream. I, I'm pretty sure you can stream on the PS4, but it's like if you could post a video to YouTube, if there was better editing options, you know, these are all things that will probably be added in later down the track, I would say, because yeah, they're going to get used. They're like major functionality of these new systems. So, mm. you know, but like at the end of the day, people out there who are, uh, you want to buy a next-gen console, like, don't bitch and moan if it's not 100% because, and like, oh, there's not enough games right now. It's it's a waste of money. Well, it's not a waste of money. Like, it, it all depends on how you're going to value it. Like, if you are looking for a system, you want to get a brand new Xbox One or PS4 because you want to see what the next gen has in store, the, the new gen now, the current gen has in store. You want to mm. see the fucking, you know, an upgraded user interface, better mm. graphics, better potential physics. Like FIFA 14, comparing on 360 to the fucking PS4, not to be Xbox to PS4. Like, I'm sure PS3 and 360 look the exact fucking same. You go to mm. PS4, the crowds have individual faces. The physics of the ball are completely different on the PS4. It plays so much more smoothly and fucking the animations look better. Mm. There's there's less cutscenes in between stuff because they need to load shit. You know, and again, you can just click share. If you fucking score an awesome goal, you can click the fucking share button. You know, mm. this is the stuff that you're looking at with the next gen. If you're not if you're not prepared to put up with a, a few bugs and stuff and you're going to be disappointed that there's not enough games out there, don't buy them yet. Wait. Wait like six months, 12 months, then buy a new system. Mm. Mm. Because, uh, yeah. I agree. I agree. And look, I I wanted the Xbox One at launch and I only have two games. I've got Killer Instinct there because it was free, but I haven't even bothered looking at it yet. Um, the one thing that I found... With the one is that all the digital content, 
I didn't get Dead Rising 3 at launch and I kind of I kind of felt a bit uh, like I, I regretted not probably doing that to just to have some sort of variety. I've got a new mm. console. Yeah. Let's see what's there. But in the game section of the menus, you can actually buy it straight away. Uh, with games on demand, there was usually, you know, probably a, maybe a month or so after a game was released retail that you could actually get a, a digital download. Yeah, it was pretty stupidly expensive, but that was the luxury, I suppose, of doing it. Um, now, pretty much every single Xbox One game is available for purchase. Day and digital day. download. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like so if I wanted to... If I did want to play Forza 5... still excessively priced, but... Oh, yeah, Dead Rising 3 is like 130 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and don't, like, don't get me wrong, it's... PlayStation's the exact same. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like EB in your lounge room. <laughs> but on the upside, there is sales and stuff like that, eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but I just kind of thought, you know, this is the new direction of it all. It's all pretty much going to be there, like... I have a feeling things like midnight releases of games are almost, they're just going to be a thing of the past. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, people will probably still go to them eventually, but I have a feeling all that's going to get phased out because I reckon as soon as it hits 12 o'clock, um, you know, give it a year or two, I reckon as soon as that happens... You'll be able to get that game at midnight. You don't need to go out. You don't need to do anything. You can You'll just even basically... probably be able to preload because you can preload with Steam. So as soon as it hits midnight, you can press play on the game and start playing it. Yeah, most likely. Like most that's likely. fucking digital, man. I love this shit. Yeah. I just, I, uh, you know, it's not a perfect system. I never said it is. Um, all I've really said about it all is that I've been really impressed with what it's what it's been like so far, um, and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in in the future of it because I mean ultimately we had uh, seven years with the 360. Uh, if this is what the one can do now, uh, what it ca is capable of doing over the next seven years is going to be amazing. But just on a side note anybody tries to steal my thunder in regards to how much I am enjoying my new toy and they want to tell me, but the PS4, etc., etc., you can go and shove it up your ass because yep. I'm enjoying this. No, and it's not. it's got nothing to do with, with Microsoft or Sony because that argument I find kind of invalid now. We're, you know, let's, let's be a bit more mature. It's kind of like got, iPhone, Android. Yeah, like if you like one better than the other, you're not a fuckhead. You just like one better than the other. I know I tweeted about um, how much nicer Call of Duty Ghosts looked on the Xbox One versus the 360 because I played it on both and I went, my God, you know, this looks actually really nice. And um, I just got met with bullshit barrage of someone saying... Oh, but you know, um, oh, it's 1080p it's, it's, on the PS4. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's what happened. Oh, it's it's yeah. such a hideous looking game, and it's like, 
dude, I just said it looked really nice. The game is shit. That's fine. Yeah, Call of Duty's not even, like, said... graphically intensive. The difference between 720p and 1080p is fucking barely noticeable. And if it means you can maintain a 60 frame per second fucking frame rate, uh, I would rather take a hit in the resolution. Sorry, guys. The point of the fucking game is not the graphics. You're running around so fast you can barely see shit. Mm. What you want lo- is to be able to press shoot and have it shoot straight the fuck away. Yeah, and I just, I just, I, I don't know. Am I maybe because I'm getting older um, that I just think I don't need this negative shit. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I don't know, maybe my glasses that I, you know, have only had a few months, maybe I need them adjusted because, yeah, you can see a little bit of difference between, you know, 1080 and 720. Yeah, you can see a little bit of difference. But you know what? It still looks nice. I still think it looks great. And all I did was make a comment about it. But you know what? It turned into a great big fucking it just went on and on and on and I just storm. went yeah but I wasn't I wasn't even being all that defensive about it going oh well you know the Xbox one does this no it just was a matter of me saying but dude it's got nothing to do with it you know it's um oh but you know the PS4 and it's like I don't care who gives a shit just let me enjoy my new toy all right if you don't like it don't buy one exactly so, I'm I'm probably going to end up with a PS4 one day. Oh, I'm um, definitely getting a fucking Xbox One. That HDMI yeah. pass-through shit is fucking awesome. I want yeah. an Xbox One in my fucking living room. <laughs> because well, for, you know. like, for an all-in-one entertainment system, it's pretty fucking good. And it's going to get better and better, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But regardless of the fact that certain things aren't working yet while they're still in certification or they're going to get patched in later and, and this fucking shit that's going to get added we haven't even thought of yet. Yeah. Know? And the that's the direction they're going with the Xbox and I think that's fucking awesome. Mm. You know, so I definitely want one for um for a, as a media system. It's a shame there's only the one HDMI input though for the pass-through. Yeah, I look. I I agree, but I, I guess to use it as sort of like a set top box that all of your things go into. But whatever. Well, then, uh, look. In my own experience, I wouldn't know because I don't actually watch. I don't. I don't have cable, and I don't watch TV. So uh, that sort of stuff doesn't really affect me. But um, I've got my 360 going through the TV section in there, and. It's really awesome because I tell it to go to the TV app and there's my 360. I don't need to sit there waiting half an hour to recover my gamer tag. It still lets me sign in. Uh, I was sitting there playing Dead Island last week, you know, still the same as I did before. And I just thought, you know, this is great because there's still a lot of 360 games I haven't finished playing yet. Um, Yes, it's not backwards compatible, but the ability to still be able to play 360 games, pass through the same way I did before, is pretty impressive. Like I'm, I'm not upset about that one little bit. So, and I can still watch my Netflix, and I can still watch all the apps that are still available on my 360, and watch them through the way I did before. Um, but 
just in regards to, I just remembered then. There's one really awesome feature of the three of the Xbox One that I thought was really good, and that's the fact that this is a console that's pretty much idiot-proof. Um, the back of the console itself actually is very clear as to where plugs go and um, things like that. Like you know, with your HDMI, basically says this is this is the one that goes to your TV. So it's sort of you don't need to worry about looking at the instruction manual. It's all there, labelled nicely on the back. When you go into the settings for your HDMI, it actually has a calibrate section. You go in there and it basically comes up. It's it's It takes a little while. Uh, I think I sat there for about 20 minutes. But it basically allows you to go through your TV settings. It'll tell you what it wants you to do with all the pictures and colours and things like that. But it ma basically makes you go through your brightness, uh, your contrast, things like that to make sure these logos are there. And it says, turn your brightness up all the way and then bring it down. Once that's done, go next. It basically calibrates your TV perfect for what the Xbox One wants you to see and it made the world of difference after I did that and that's oh, yeah. when I said ghosts look really nice because I fucking calibrated it yeah. as it was intended I know nothing about calibrating my TV settings at all um, you know I'm, just, I'm not familiar with things like that but it actually steps you know it gave me the steps to go through it and actually have it, you know, perfect picture. So it's an idiot-proof device. So I kind of like that. No, I'm, it was great. I don't know. I, I'm always in the kitchen. I don't know anything about TVs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking cool. Mm. That's mm. a good little... Because, like, the, the PS4 doesn't have any, like, to any kind of functionality for setting up your TV or anything like that. Mm. So, you know, they are each awesome. And, okay, so let's do questions because we've got a question here. Okay. Actually, we'll, we'll start with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Corey says, Susie, why should I buy a uh, PS4? And Matt, why should I buy an Xbox One? Which is a great question because I don't have a fucking Xbox One and Susie doesn't have a PS4. <laughs> But uh, he's trolling us because we are fanboys and fangirls. We are. We are. Oh, this is this is kind of like that, that um, I don't know, some game show, like um, Celebrity Heads or something. Um. <laughs> well, I can tell you, you should buy an Xbox One because they've, um, they've really done a good job with upgrading the Kinect from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And the the snapping and the HDMI pass through stuff is fucking cool. Mm. And Forza Five, <laughs> I would say Dead Rising, it. but it's the same as the launch games on either system, which will lead to our next question. But um, mm. basically, you know, whatever. If you if you like Dead Rising, go for it. If you like Forza, go for it. If you don't mm -hmm. like it, sorry. You know, there's not a lot of great options on the launch titles that are first party, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Whatever. So they, if you're trying to decide on... Anyway, whatever. Xbox One. <laughs> so like, we keep going on the next question about that. But yeah, Xbox One. Also, yeah. the um, the vibration in the triggers in the new Xbox One controller. 
Mm. I like the idea of that. More force feedback for different things rather than just the controller going ballistic in your hands. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's very subtle, but you you certainly notice it when it mm. when it happens. So um, that's definitely another another cool little yeah. Feature like the on, way yeah. I I heard of it through um I heard someone mentioning it in Forza Five. Like if you're accelerating, you don't change gear quick enough. And you feel that like if you're driving, yeah, you, and you, you said that the up, last episode. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's really a nice touch. You know, mm. in terms of immersion. Mm. Yeah, I, I I was impressed when I heard that. PS4, why should people buy it, Susie? Uh, because you can basically record your gameplay and share it with your friends on Facebook. No. <laughs> um, you can do that. I, well, you know, that's, that's, that's why I would buy one. No. Um, you can buy digital games on your phone and tell your PS4 to down, start downloading them while you're at work or wherever you are. Uh, is your name Susie? No. Sorry. Um, no. <laughs> uh, what you just said. No, That's I mean... A cool thing to be able to do. I'm telling you right. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, look, if, if you're like Matt and a bit of a fanboy, having your, your Vita and your PS4 and your PS3 and all that, um, I, I think remote play, um, I think the PS4 wins as far as remote play is concerned with that. I think that's pretty handy. Uh, to be able to do that. Um, Most people aren't going to use it, to be honest. Um, no, but it's a, like, I guess if it's if it's about looking at unique features of the two, because I think mm. you and I kind of are both in agreement. I mean, these current gen is fucking impressive, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah. You know, so branding, for, for clarification, branding aside... Current gen is PS4 and Xbox One. Mm. Previous gen is 360 and PS3. We're in the next gen now, so mm. yeah, there's no more next gen now. systems. There's no. only current gen and shitty old shit. <laughs> um, I think just looking at the little features that each one do individually, I, I just I think it's actually. Um, I think that's probably what stands out with it. I mean, exclusive titles aside, um, that's probably uh, the best thing I would find about why I would get a PS4 um, would pretty much be for for that reason, being able to, you know, have your remote play, being able to, you know, I, I think that's a genius idea that you can basically start a download on your phone and, it, and it's basically doing it for you. That's, yeah, it's that's super handy. I mean, and the good thing, both systems have it where you can start downloading it and it only has to download X percentage and you can start playing it and it downloads the rest in the background for digital yeah. games, right? But we're in a non-NBN Australia where our internet is fucking shit. So it's mm. a really nice touch to be able to be like, okay, you know, you're, you're at work and someone goes, oh, this game's really fucking good. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. And, um, you know, you might check the PlayStation blog or whatever and see, oh, this game's on sale. And you're like, oh, mm. fuck yeah, I want to buy that. So you, you, all you have to do is a couple of clicks. You go on the PlayStation store on your phone, mm -hmm. click buy. And as soon as you click buy, it says there's a button that says download to PS4. And if your PS4 is in, it has to be in standby mode. That's the only thing. Or, or, yeah. 
because you you have the option to put it in standby or to turn it completely off. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it can't remotely turn on if it's completely off because um, it can't. That's how things work like this. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The, the thing That's is, it goes into standby mode anyway thing. from power save. Mm. It doesn't turn yeah. off. It goes into power, into standby, so... Yeah, same same thing with the Xbox One. You can choose to have it, um, I guess, power efficient, where it just shuts down completely, and then when you turn it on, it you know your installs and your patches might come through at that point. Um, I've set mine to basically be always on standby. So if you know a new patch comes down for Battlefield while I'm at work, it's pretty much just going to find it, put it in there, get yeah, home from work, it's already downloads. good to go. Yeah, all good to go. So I kind of like that. The I am finding, though, that there is some inconsistency with what is already available, uh, you know, what what's already installed to be able to start playing. Uh, it, it does vary game to game, and I don't think that's an Xbox issue. I think that is a developer issue because Call of Duty Ghosts required 50% install before I could start playing it. Mm. Um Battlefield 4 needed a certain percentage. I, I didn't see what it was, but it only allowed me campaign. I had to wait the full 100% to get into multiplayer. Mm. So I've heard other games, just even 3% is sufficient to play. Mm. Um, but I, as I said, I don't think it's an Xbox issue because it's inconsistent. I think it's a development issue. Well, so... it's an interesting thing, actually. Um so, with um, I know one game with the PS4 that Killzone. If you buy it digitally, um, you can select download multiplayer first or single player, which is a nice oh, touch. That good. would be good yeah. with, um, because that way you're not fucking waiting around like you just said. But mm. with the Xbox and the PS4 comparing install times, now I've heard a lot of people saying that the Xbox takes fucking ages, and um. The reason I think that is the case is because I've been thinking about it lo- a lot lately because like some people were saying they had 20 or 30 minutes of waiting for a single game to install. Mm-hmm. Did you have issues like, well, you know, was that your well, experience? Well, yes and no, but I guess the thing is I always installed my games on the 360 anyway, so I kind of You're am used, used to the time. I'm used to when I go to install a game... I do it when I have something else that I can do at the same time. So mm. I just put it in, let it go, I'll go and do something, and then when I come back, it's pretty much there. So I've always been in that habit of mm. installing anyway. Um, I think the problem is that they had the online, the always online DRM, right, that they were mm. originally going to use. And mm. the way it was going to work is that it would install the entire disk on your system and you wouldn't need the disk in to play. So you don't have yeah. to get up and change disks. Mm. And when they scrapped the always online thing, they obviously had to re-add the requirement to have a disc in, which is like yeah. one line of code. Is the disc in? Yes, allow it to play. No, don't allow it to play. When yeah. technically it should be, like it's installing the whole disc onto your system. That's mm. why it's taking so long. Technically, it could play off the system except for that one line of code saying the disc needs to be in. Yeah. And I think that's what the issue is because the PS4... I got it home on launch night and I had four games installed and patched and ready to go in 30 minutes. Yeah, I remember. I do remember you saying that and um, that is certainly 
Um, That's fucking unheard of for the PlayStation. Ah, uh, yes. That's fucking yes. crazy. The only, one, <laughs> the only one was FIFA. FIFA, when I started the game, because it didn't install and then a patch and install yeah. the patch. When I started FIFA up, it said installing, but it let you play. It gave you an option of like 10 different teams that you could choose from, which are the main ones, like Man United, Man City, Arsenal, mm. and stuff. So you could play and learn the controls while mm. it was installing in the background, which is kind of annoying if you already fucking know the controls and you just want to play. But hey, it, it has two-player functionality so while it's installing. So it's like, hey, let's fucking play, you know? Yeah. In some respects, and this, this uh, goes back to... I can't remember if it's the episode we scrapped or another one that we did where it was about uh, multi-discs um, yeah. that came through. Remember, LA Noir was on three discs on the 360, mm. but one on the on the PS3. Um, Battlefield was on two discs. Medal of Honor was on two discs. And everyone bitched and moaned about it because, whoa, the two discs. Um, okay, so maybe someone heard you. And now all of it's on the one disc and you're going to have to wait. So thanks for the feedback. <laughs> I, I think it it's probably a good thing. Like, okay, you have to put up with a fucking long ass install time, but it's probably yeah. a real positive in terms of game loading times and, again, latency inside the game. Responsiveness and not fucking to the controller. your disc. Yeah, you're As not well? you're not using the disc, so I mean you still have to have it in, which is fucking annoying. It's nothing but new. It's not, yeah, but the games will run considerably better. You know they will because it's fucking yeah. running. It's the same as with the 360. If you installed the disc on the system, it ran way better. Yeah, that was the- it just read the disc once and that was it. You never heard it again. You never put stress on the disc or anything like that. Hmm. Um. I I don't have an issue with it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I've just got better things to complain about. Yeah, I just think, <laughs> I think it was an issue and will probably remain an issue with people when they first get a game and really, really want to play it straight away. Yeah. Which, um, you know, I guess that's kind of a, a vote in favour for digital downloads and preloading at pre-orders. But we're not talking about hours here. This is this is the thing. It's it yeah, you know, it could be ten minutes, it might even be twenty minutes. If you know that there's a bit of time before you can actually start playing it, I don't know. Do it before you go to work. Do it yeah. before you go and have something to eat. You know Go to the toilet. Go look at some porn. Yeah. Whack <laughs> off for a bit. I don't know. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Just don't go on fucking on the internet and bitch and moan. <laughs> anyway, second question. <laughs> We're nearly done here. This is the last question that we will discuss, <laughs> I believe. And the second question was from Biggie, and he said, is Killzone worth buying a PS4 for? Uh, well, the answer to that is... 4-4? How, <laughs> how much do you like Killzone? Because <laughs> if you really fucking like Killzone, and you really like Killzone multiplayer, then maybe it is. Um for me, I've only played like 20 minutes of Killzone. I'll get into it eventually. I'm playing Assassin's Creed at the moment. That's more important to me. Um, I mainly got Killzone because I wanted to see what the first-party exclusive could do with the graphics and the power of the system. There's some pretty cool 
ways that it uses the DualShock 4 because the DualShock 4 has a um, speaker built into it. So when you find audio logs in the campaign, mm. it plays the audio log through the speaker. I've heard off. this, and I've heard people getting freaked out by it too. Yeah, um, it's a nice I mean, touch. First time you hear it, you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's an old thing from the Wii, but um, yeah. it's... Um, yeah, people who aren't used to it are freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a cool touch. I, You can't... I don't know how you adjust the volume on the controller. That's the only fucking thing. Mm. So if you're, like, playing in the middle of the night, all of a sudden your controller's like, and then I was walking down the street, rah, 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 fuck. <laughs> what are you, like, just like, holy fuck, thumb over the speaker, like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And some of them are really <laughs> fucking long, apparently. Were, like, minutes long. Yeah, right. Of just a fucking voice coming through your dumb controller. <laughs> so, because that's the, that's the job of first-party exclusives, right? Utilize yeah. all the functionality. It's like when Uncharted for the Vita came out, and it's like, oh, you found a hidden a piece of paper with a hidden message on it. You need to hold your Vita up to a light so that the light can shine through the piece of paper and show the secret message. And then you're playing at nighttime, and you're like, fuck, man. You gotta turn on a fucking lamp and <laughs> point your fucking Vita at a lamp so the rear camera can pick up the light. It's pretty cool though. I mean Yeah, the it's, first it's... time, not the fucking tenth time. You're just like for fuck's sake and you're like, I'm holding it in front of the fucking light. Oh my god. Sorry. Um anyway. <laughs> so what was the question? Killzone, is it worth buying a PS4 for? I don't think any of the, like I said before, I don't think any of the launch games are worth buying the consoles for. Unless you're a gung-ho fan. Like I said, if you really like Killzone, maybe it is. If you really like Forza, maybe an Xbox One is a good option for that. If you really like Dead Rising, I don't know why anyone would really like Dead Rising. That game is fucked. Oh, a lot of people, I've seen oh, a lot of people massive, having fun with it. Oh, it's got a massive um, fan yeah. base. Even number yeah. one and two have a big fan base, and I don't understand it at all. <laughs> but um, if you do like them, maybe it's a reason for you to buy the system. If you like Killzone, maybe you should buy a PS4. But I'm sticking with my original statement, which is hold out for six to 12 months if you are not 100%. Because... Well, there's, 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 there's spend... a question of demand as well. I mean, it's pretty hard to get a PS4 at the moment anyway. Yeah, that's true. Good luck getting one before friggin' February or so at this stage. Um, yeah, speaking of I which, mean... they hmm. sold 2.1 million units by December the 3rd of the PS4, which is like they sold a million in the first day in America and 700,000 in the first day across Europe and Australia and then Latin America and stuff. That's not too bad. Some like, fucking solid numbers right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's... I think between the two, the popularity... Like, PS4 probably won the popularity contest. Now, I mean... And, and it's still very early days um, before... Uh, before bugs get fixed, before people figure everything out. I mean, I'm still figuring things out on on the Xbox One. I'm learning something new about it every day. Um, yeah, for, I would I would say unless you are a, a, a you know you're so keen to play Killzone 
and you want to play it as soon as February or March or whenever the next shipment of PS4s come in, maybe. Um, uh, I, To be perfectly honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get a PS4 specifically for Killzone. Yeah. I think there's a lot of other games on the horizon that would make me want to buy a current-gen console for that purpose. So, hmm. But they would, it would probably look nice. Probably oh, would yeah. Look very nice. But at the end of the day, is it worth $550 plus the game? <laughs> yeah, so, this is true. Uh, I know EB, when I pre-ordered it, they were like, oh, if you get Killzone with your PS4, you get it for 65 bucks." I was like, okay, sweet, I'll get that. Sounds very generous of EB. Not. Well, I think they're because they're it's being bundled, um, in the future. Like so you can already, I know Big W's website already lists PS4s bundled with Killzone, like in a special box that says Killzone bundle. Yeah, that's see, I I reckon when they're bundling more titles, that's probably going to be a really good time to, to to really get one, I think. You're really going to get probably better value for money. Um, this this experience certainly wasn't cheap for me. Um, I wish I'd probably done something a bit different to get my games bundled rather than buy them individually. But um, Oh, I price-matched and I still spent $1,000 on launch day. Oh, shit. Um, hey, at least it's better than the last time where you pretty much just got a console for $1,000. Yeah, that right? is true. That is true. I got four <laughs> games, an extra controller, and the camera for 1000 bucks. So That's pretty good. And I'm pretty sure I paid the same as I did when I bought my 360 uh, back in 2008. So the 360s had been around for two years at that point. So mm. it's... It, I, I think it's value for money. Uh, I'm definitely not going to shit all over the Xbox One at this point and I don't think I will later on either so yeah I think um, if you really want to buy a system now go for it but mm. don't don't be surprised if it's not everything you expected if you're expecting everything no and I think another good thing to do is if you're not sure or you want to know if it's doing something how to do something or if there's um, like, for example, media streaming. Now, in the Xbox video app, it says you can stream from your PC. And the first time I looked at it, I went, there's nothing here that allows me to do this. Um, I then had a look around on, on, you know, I Googled it. And there were people there who basically said, well, yeah, it's not there now. It's waiting certification. It's in the works. It'll, it'll be there soon. So I thought, okay. However, I used um, – I, I had a, a, a DLNA app on my tablet so that I could basically stream movies and music onto my tablet from the network. And usually those apps basically allow you to select the device to play it to and – whatever media, whether it's um, music or video, play it directly to the console. Now, that's that's a way around it at the moment. There's plenty of free apps. I know on the Android marketplace that will allow it to happen, um, or you could get one for 2 or $3. 
Um, but that works. And the best thing I found about it was even if I've just switched the Xbox on, I haven't selected any apps, but I turn it on on my tablet to play it direct. As soon as I hit play on my tablet, it actually just launches the app for me anyway. So mm. it's, you know, it's a workaround. Yes, it's not doing what it should be doing, but it's still a workaround. And, and it happens. Therefore, it works. And it works. So. And it's not that big of a fucking, like, challenge. No. No, yeah, I think if that's, I think if that's the worst of your problems with it, uh, I don't know. Go, go visit some people in a spinal unit at the hospital or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm just, I mean, really, it's, you know, yeah. it's a thing. Things happen. <laughs> yeah, it's not perfect. It, it may never be perfect. Neither of them may be perfect ever, but they'll be fucking good. And I, like I said, I don't know if I said it when we, after we started recording before, but I have not, I've basically used, had my PS4 on in every spare moment because I mm. fucking love it. And yeah. I can't get enough of it because it's just fucking fun. The games are good. It's so it's so smooth to use. Everything's so fast and just like in a, intuitive. Mm. You know, it's just mm. fucking awesome. I love it. I don't even and... ever want to go back to the PS3. And I fucking we all know how much I love the PS3. We all do, Matt. We all know. I'll go how back for DLC, but. Um, I'm pretty much a PS4 guy now. PS3 is fucking old news, guys. Yeah, I, I've got nothing, you know, because the whole, you know, once you go four, you'll never want more. <laughs> once you buy a one, you can lick on bums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. No. Nice. Uh, yeah, I feel like like we've pretty much done here. For now. I'm sure we could talk for hours upon hours upon hours about how much joy our new toys have brought us, but I don't think our two listeners really care. So. <laughs> Find the fun for yourself. That's 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 my advice. You know, no one's forcing you to buy a next gen console. Yes, it's new and shiny, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, use your brain. Don't yeah go like oh yay new gadget must get and then be pissed off. Like be sure you want to get it. Mm. And don't be. I mean, yeah, okay. You have the right as a consumer to be disappointed in your purchase, but mm. at least be fair. You know, ne- yeah. neither system, we all know neither system was ready at launch. They were rushed out. We all know that. So as a side effect to that, there is certain things that are not working properly or that are not even included. Mm. And that's just the way it is. If you don't like it, don't buy the system until they're ready, you know? I, yeah, I I must admit I I was really, really, really pissed off that none of my Xbox original games would play on my one. <laughs> really angry. You really wanted to play um, Halo 2. Yes. Yes. Life's not yeah. fair, Matt. 
I'll just... I know. Backwards compatibility. It's such I bullshit. I really wanted to put super petrol in my car the other day, but <laughs> the, the servo didn't sell it anymore. <laughs> and plus, my car probably can't handle super petrol. So that's yeah. leaded. That's leaded petrol for all you fucking kids out there. Yeah, well, go and go yeah. and put some diesel fuel in your unleaded and see how that goes. Yeah, probably a bad idea. That's like putting yeah. a Wii game in your fucking in anything. Don't put Wii. Don't Wii. Don't do it. Don't Wii. You're not allowed Wii. to Wii. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Anyone who's saying, "Oh, the systems would be better if you could play your old games on them," seriously, guys. Don't There's buy a next. Don't buy a current gen. Stick yeah. with what you got. Microsoft have a product for people like you. It's called the Xbox 360. And remember when Matey said it, and everyone got really fucking annoyed about it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just the most champion thing to say because it's like, no, he's honest. And that's probably the best marketing around there is. He could have bullshitted something just to make a dollar, and instead he said, you know what? If you want to play these, you you play it on the 360, and I just thought, bravo. But, you know, I don't know. Mm. Gamers, we love you and we hate you. Just stop being so fucking entitled. Please, gamers, I'm talking to you. Is it is it too much to ask? Yeah, yeah. seriously, just be cool, guys. That's I I think this has been you know this I was I must say I was a bit worried about this episode Matt because as you said we've got fanboy fangirl and I think it's been beyond civil. It's, it's been, been really... way too civil. Fuck yeah. Xbox. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. Who even uses green as a color? That's shit. <laughs> Sleek lines. It looks like a VCR. (laughs) Fuck Sony. All I ever play on my PlayStation 3 was a system update, and I got no trophies for it. (laughs) Uh, Damn it. No, it's... it's, This should be a very happy time, so... Yeah. Let's all just Don't read the internet. Everyone's an arsehole on the internet. Ignore the arseholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn those fucking assholes. They are. They are. Anyway, that's enough. Episode 55, done and dusted. We've got got the video games talked about. Next week, I'm going to talk more about, or next podcast or whatever, I'm going to talk more about Assassin's Creed because I've been playing the fuck out of it. I'm at at 63% completion in, what did I say, 32 hours played? Yeah. Something like that. something, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. 32 hours I've played this damn game since I got it on Friday. Not even a week. Yeah. And it's not a great game. It's a fucking great game, but it's not great. You know what I mean? It has problems. I'll talk about it next time. It's, uh, we should. I reckon this could be a new format for for Drop Bear Gaming, like TV. It's like, and on the next episode, <laughs> it's only because we've gone on for so long now, and I don't want to rant about this damn game. <laughs> Did you play Knack? <laughs> no, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm going to wait until it's free next month. Oh, <laughs> damn! I was looking forward to that. I think I'm pretty sure it's going to be free next month. Because I know okay. Drive Club is a PlayStation was originally going to be the PS Plus game for PS4 at launch, 
and it got pushed back. So that's going to be February, I think. So uh-huh. I need a game for January, and I'm sure could be knack. I don't know. I hope so. Oh, and by the way, if you're going to buy a PS4, um, I'm, I know you can do it with PS3 games, but I don't know if you can do it with PS4 games without actually having one linked to your account. But if you have PlayStation Plus, you can go on the PlayStation Store on your computer and click purchase on the p- free games from PlayStation Plus. They get added onto your download list. So I'm not sure if it works. Someone might want to confirm this, but... Uh, it's worth a shot because if you're planning on buying a PlayStation 4 in, say, six months' time, you can start getting your free games lined up already with PlayStation Plus if you want. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a handy hint for you fucking nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Who we love very much for for listening to our show. Yeah, I'm a nerd as well. Love you guys. All right. Yeah. Episode 55 done. Thank you for coming. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) 